Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there, standing up this new year, (laughs) is Nikki Kinzer. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. How are you, Nikki? Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you. And and we're doing something different, and it's really um, fun to see you, actually, because usually when we record, we don't see each other. This is new. It is the first time we're trying out a uh, doing this as a live stream, and we we started this, uh, you know, for the new year. Lots of new things happen for the new year. You know, we set up this this Patreon account for folks to support us uh, if they so choose uh, at patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. We sure appreciate it. And for Patreon subscribers, we've set up this live stream event. Event when we record the shows, we'll. I, th- I think we're just going to try this for a while and see, see if it what works. Happens. Yeah, yeah. And so we've posted that to the uh, uh, Facebook group, the ADHD group uh, on Facebook. If you're a Patreon member, you'll have access to that. And um, and we're so here we are. We're live streaming it. Very flexible uh, with how this works, but uh, in general, uh, this is a fun experiment, and we hope it's that that folks find it find it useful. Uh, we are talking about uh, resources that are ADHD friendly which I think is a very interesting conversation to be had uh, because, you know, we search for resources and if they aren't, if they aren't written or designed with ADHD in mind, they can be, they can be puzzling, speaking from yes. personal experience. So I hope we're going to be talking more about that. Before we do it, uh, head over to TakeControlADHD.com to get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list uh, on the homepage to get an email each time a new podcast episode is Posted. Uh, you can also find us wherever podcasts are served: uh, the Apple Podcast Directory, uh, Google Play, uh, Downcast, Overcast, all of the podcasts. Spotify. And Spotify, and yes. that is. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, if you haven't uh, followed us over on Spotify, you can certainly do that. And I got to tell you, Nikki, I am blown away at how quickly. Spotify has picked up. I mean, clearly, there are a lot of people who uh, listen to podcasts on Spotify, and uh, it's it's just like a rocket. That's so, awesome. welcome Spotify. Welcome. Yes, yeah. Uh, you can also call us 503-664-48DD to get your voice, your thoughts, and questions into this show. Can I we say something it. about that? You, you can try. <laughs> who knows been... that today? Who knows who if it'll knows? work? <laughs> it's been a long time since we've heard anybody's voice, and yeah. uh, I don't know if this is even a need for people to have this 
you know, phone number available. The phone number, yeah, yeah, to to get their thoughts on the air. Um, people people write. They, they write. write. They write. That's what happens. Yeah, now. and so um, I'm going to kind of evaluate this, and if we don't hear from you, I'm probably going to axe this phone number because I, I pay for it, and I don't you do pay for it. See any reason to do that if no one cares about it? I don't think so. I, you know, it, it's a funny thing. So call us. If you think the phone number is of value, call us. But, you know, you can also just record a little audio file on your computer yeah. and email it to us. We'll take it any way you got it if yeah. you want your voice on the show. We would love your voice on the show. Yeah. But, yeah, the phone number's not working for anybody. It's not. Anyway. It just isn't. So that's, 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 that's my two stuff. cents about that. All right. You've got updates this fine new year, Nikki. First of all, you're standing up. I am. I have a stand-up desk. <laughs> So I I can move around. And I can, you know, so what's funny about this is that I do I talk with my hands, and um, as people, well, I've talked I talked about this on the show. I do this with webinars where I have made this like makeshift desk, you know, with boxes <laughs> Books and, and crates, crates and, boxes, and all yeah. this stuff. And so, yeah, this was like the best Christmas present ever. I really love it. I can, it's so easy to move up and down. And uh, the only funny thing is, is that um, I, on my right foot, I have plantar fasciitis. Oh. And it's been healed. But when I'm on my feet for a long period of time, it will come back, right? So do you have a mat? Do you um, have a cushy mat? No, but I should get one. It's gel and it's super thick. And I, as somebody who is a long sufferer of plantar fasciitis and bursitis in my heel, yeah. I swear by this. Okay. Well, you know what I'm doing right now? So since people can see this live, like um, yeah. my, I, I look, you know, I look put together, right? I took a shower. You, sh- you my sure hair. do. I have a nice blouse on. <laughs> And then I'm wearing leggings and tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as you should. And, and uh, I've been wearing tennis shoes every day because with my orthotics and stuff, because it's the only way that I can do this. Yeah. Um, but I'm very proud to say that for the last um, four days, I've been standing up all day and uh, my feet do hurt at the end of the day, but that's okay. I'm getting used to it. And it's a good kind of hurt it though, is. right? When you it get is. used to it, like, yeah. it, it's a good thing. I like the energy. I like the, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just a different feeling. So that was yeah. awesome. And then I also have another little thing I'm trying new. I'm fascinated by this. Now, haven't, don't, don't we have a line on this from an ADHD perspective? You know, you, you're, so you're doing a bullet journal. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the bullet journal that it's not a it's not a productivity bullet journal. Oh, I'm going to put all of my schedule and calendar okay. in it. It's right. very separate. So, okay. you know, this goes into th- this week's show and it also kind of flows from last week's or not last week's, but our last year show when we did the goals. Right. And we we're talking about goals. Well, I've set some goals for myself and they're all around kind of like healthy you know, goals. And so what I decided to do is that every year I have the same goals, like everybody else probably. And every year at the end of the year, I'm in the same place where I still have the same goals. (laughs) So (laughs) I thought, okay, I got to do something different. And I thought I'm going to try the bullet journal just on a health standpoint. And so I've created this journal, um, that is, you know, just really about, I don't know if people can see it, but it's just really about my, um, 
my personal goals, the habits that I want to track, like meditation and water and all that stuff. And I have to say, I mean, it's only been a weekend, but I do like it because I like the flexibility of it. The problem with journals for me in the past is that if I fell behind, then I felt like I always had to do like an X in it or I couldn't finish, like I couldn't start start where I stopped. And I have a journal that I bought last year that I literally did a month and a half and that's it. So I like the flexibility for this. There's no way I could use the bullet journal for work because I have a system already. I have my Todoist and I have Evernote and, you know, I use Google Docs. It's like, I can't do that. Like I can't manage my calendar in the bullet journal. Um, but this has been, this has been an interesting thing on the health wise. I like making the little dot that I drank my water that day. Oh, I'm proud of you. That's fantastic. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Yeah. I, I guess I do essentially the same thing in day one on my, uh, you know, on iOS and, and my Mac. I've created a health journal. Uh, that is separate from my main sort of, um, you know, journal. And I've also created one, I create one for trips. Like when I go, when we went to China last year, I created one just for China. And that's so I could sort of isolate those things. And it's nice to have, it's, it's, I guess the, the, the digital analog to, uh, you know, having multiple different books. And in this case, you know, I just like having that separation. It's, it it actually makes a difference. So I'm, I'm proud of you. I think that's great. And I, I can't wait to talk about this in January of 2019. <laughs> Let's talk about it again Let's in March. See. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, March. Sure uh, January 2019 it. maybe too far. That's right. That's, That's right. Fine. Yeah. So those are my updates. How were your holidays? How did things go for you? Oh, well, you know, they were fine. I uh, I've we had a great holiday. I, mean, I should I should be more exuberant about it. I they were more than fine. They were delightful. I had a fantastic holiday. Uh, family was fantastic. We had some folks come in after uh, Christmas. The, my in-laws came in after Christmas. I adore my in-laws. They're great people. So we had a a wonderful trip. We spent some time out on the coast. It was fantastic. What I'm what I find I struggle with from an ADHD perspective, is coming back to work. Like, I, mm-hmm. I had this conversation in bed with my wife, like, the night before. It was, like, Monday uh, Monday night, right? It's sort of New Year's night. Yes. And my head was only in this space of, I, I want to go to bed. I really am tired, but I don't want to wake up in the morning because I'm terrified of what I'm going to see. I know what it's going to be like. I've been so intentional, uh, intentional about taking time off, about being the person who's wholly invested in what I'm doing and living in the now. And and um, man, it was hard. Yeah, it was really hard to wake up Tuesday morning and have to turn on a whole different context. That context shift uh, is coming out of vacation is disastrous. So uh, anybody who's who's you know with me on that. Man, I feel your pain. It's yeah. it's really tough. My kids so. had a really hard time. They went back to school on Wednesday, and uh, both of them couldn't sleep the night before. Um, and they, you know, were thinking about school. They were thinking about how they weren't sleeping and how they were have you know yeah. they were going to have to get up early. And my daughter has a gymnastics meet coming up, and she was thinking about that. And it was just like all this stuff. And we all were just sort of in this like weird place. Wednesday morning was was not a great morning. No one hardly talked at all. Yeah, like, it I believe was that. just very silent. Yeah, it's like you're in mourning. You have to go yeah. through that that grieving period. And that's, uh, you know, for me, uh, there, there, 
and I think we've talked about this before, that I, I feel like it's, it is both a condition of certain uh, types of ADHD and of my personality that I have to wait until that, that place of just straight-up desperation when there's, I have no choice to actually motivate me to get me over the hump. And then I do very good work. Like right. in this case, like I had to wake up Wednesday morning and be so desperate at how behind I was on the email that had stacked up that I had not put into my task list to just fight through the two hours of hyper-focus that finally triggered, yes, get it done. And then it gets done, and it's fine. And I'm once I'm caught up, that sense of relief is spiritual. I mean, right. it's just, it is an awakening, but getting there is so hard, and I wish so badly uh, that that I didn't have to ha- be on a roller so uh, this roller coaster of of pain pleasure in in my attention. Uh, but but it is it, I'm also embracing it. Like I, I I know that that's a reality. And once I once I stop trying to fix that, then my week becomes much better. You know, then it's like I know who I am. I know who I am. It's taken me forty years, but I I got it. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All well, about good. those well, you're uh, here. systems. Yeah. You're podcasting with me, so that's good. Yes. Um. Hey, real quick before we actually get into the show, I did want to just say something that happened this week that I thought was kind of cool. Oh yeah. I connected two people. Two listeners. Um, so we have a listener that we commented about their um, their productivity schedule. If you remember, he was from he was a salesman and he really succeeded in his job and he wanted to I share do. yeah some yeah. of the things. Well, there was another listener who is in sales and really wanted to connect with this person, and I connected them together, which Aww. was really cool. Um, and it just reminded me that now they are not part of the Facebook group or part of the Patreon membership. And that's totally cool. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, I love that I was able to connect um, them. I do want to say, though, that I would love to do that more so in our private Facebook group. So if you do see somebody that resonates with you and you want to ask questions and connect with them, it could be a really, you know, great potential uh, or a great place for you to connect and, um, you know, have some, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Networking, you know, that kind of stuff, too. So Mm -hmm. anyway, Mm -hmm. I thought it was cool that we got those two together. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then going into the show today. Yeah. This also came from a listener of the show and a client. Okay. Um, and shout out to her because she knows who she is. <laughs> uh, how do I know which seminars to attend, books to read, education to invest in now that I know I have an ADD mind? Uh, because obviously not all things are ADHD friendly. And then she put the Covey's time matrix. And the reason she put that in parentheses is because us together, um, as coach and client have talked about the Covey's time matrix and how important and urgent blurs with ADHD. It's very difficult to figure out what is important and what's urgent. And so for someone to just look at that matrix who has ADHD and try to figure that out, it's not real friendly. Uh, I, I I am I find that matrix you know some days I can look at it and, and if you haven't seen it the matrix is you know it's across the top is urgent and not urgent so there's either time pressure or there's no time pressure across the top mm-hmm. and down the side is important or not important so on the surface it's a very simple thing right there yeah. are things that have a significant impact on your plan for the day and there are things that have no significant impact on your day and it sounds binary right yeah. urgent or not urgent one zero yes no yeah. but then you start putting 
putting stuff into the matrix as you start looking at the reality of your life and it becomes a dizzying blur of light and color. And then the next day you wake up, you're in Vegas and you have no idea how you got there. Exactly. I, it's really hard. It's really hard. So yes. uh, totally, totally resemble that remark. Yes. So uh, that's her question. You know, how do you know what is ADHD friendly? And I thought this was a, a good extension to um, our last talk about goal setting because people are in that frame of mind right now is, you know, including myself, as I was saying with the bullet journal is these goals. So how do you how what how do you know what to spend your money on too? Because we can easily throw a lot of money into a lot of different things. Um, so before I kind of talk, I just want to know from you your perspective. Um, any ideas here? You know, I I find, you know, I'm I'm someone who works best with like books and and reading things, and particularly I have found now that when I am uh, I'm I'm an avid Kindle. Uh, reader and user and Audible member. And so what I find I have to do uh, when I find a great resource, a great book, uh, you know, just the, the litany of wonderful resources in Amazon, are it, it's far and wide, right? And, and so I have to use the, uh, I buy the Kindle version, and then I add on the audiobook version if there is one. And I yeah. definitely preface or preference um, resources that come with audio and the written word because mm -hmm. uh, I like switching back and forth. I like being able to listen to something and go back and re and reflect on it and highlight it in uh, in in print. And so that's that's something that's been very important to me. Um, you know, part of the the I I can't reflect all that much on courses or coaching sessions relating to ADHD because uh, I think. Uh, you know, I explore them, but largely because I work with you in helping to create them, I'm not a great customer of them. And, and so uh, I, I think You've already a, gone through all my courses. <laughs> I know. I feel like I know it pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's a little bit tricky, but I, I definitely, you know, I'm an avid reader. I read a lot. And, and now that I've been writing more, I read even more. Uh, it's just kind of a natural um, sort of self-fulfilling prophecy. And I would say on that front, um, you know, writing more leads to reading more, which leads to writing more. The same holds for journaling. Uh, but, you know, I, I did take part uh, in helping prepare a 30-day journaling challenge at the end of last year. And uh, that's a fascinating experience when you when you sit down with an intentional prompt every day mm -hmm. to to force you to write something about and reflect on something that happened to you in the day. I, uh, I really love it. And that habit of writing every day encourages you to read more every day. You, like you want to engage more in in reading and listening when you're writing, and it doesn't. It, it's not you know take two hours to do this. It's take fifteen yeah. minutes, uh, and, and you'll want to sit down at the end of the day and and read a little bit and reflect. It'll help you gear up for tomorrow morning's writing session. So I I really appreciate that sort of event and that sort of effect. So one of the things that I find overwhelming, and I think a lot of people do, is when you're looking for something you're not maybe necessarily looking for something specific. So if you're just getting like an ADHD book, you know, about how to handle ADHD or, you know, whatever it is, it could have so many different categories inside of the book, so many different types of chapters and, and um, things to look at. So one of the things that I would suggest if she's, if, if, if you're looking for seminars, books, education, th those kinds of things, look at specifically what you're trying to, 
uh, face? Like what, what challenge are you really trying to face head on right now? So if it's time management, you know, then really just focus on looking at some things for time management. You can look at books and listen to books that have more than just time management. But to begin with, that's what you're focusing on is just that chapter. Try, rather than trying to, again, do everything that the book says, uh, because I just think it's overwhelming. And, and, and I think that's a challenge that people have, right? Which is this, this assumption that when you get a book, you have to start at the beginning and end at the end. And that is, free yourself from that assumption. Well, because if the, if the book is written for ADHD, and if it's been written right, you shouldn't have to read it from beginning to end. You really should be able to skip chapters and just go to where you, you know, where you specifically want to go. And most books that I have are like that. Are and they tell like you up front, right? They yeah. say, hey, this book is written for you. Right. And that right. means you should feel free to jump around. This is more of an almanac. This is more of a, of a reference than a narrative. Yeah. And then what you're doing is you're eliminating those distractions of all of those other things that you could potentially be working on, right? Because they are, they're distractions at this point. So mm-hmm. put those aside and just specifically look at what you're, what you're wanting to, to um, work on. Um, the other thing I would look at is what are you excited about? Because there are certain seminars and certain things that when I see them come out, I'm really excited about them. Like they are resonating with me and I can't wait to get my hands on them. Those are definitely the things I think that are worth investing in. Um, you want to, you know, especially I would say if you're excited about, um, a product that's coming out or a book that's coming out from an author that you love, you would much rather try to work on some of their strategies and systems than to say, I'm going to go and I hate doing, I hate saying this because it's a total like dig on me. Uh, (laughs) You may not want to do the paper solution first right? because paper (laughs) is something you're not really maybe that excited about just being honest being authentic here uh maybe you know let's let's get some wins let's get some successes and then we can deal with our paper still an excellent course but you know it may not be the first thing that you oh yeah dig into so i mean i think you got to look at what you're excited about um and then going back to the point too is it written for adhd I think you're going to find more success with things that are written with your, with your mindset in mind, you know, your mindset in mind. Um, then if it's not, but with that being said, there are some great resources out there that aren't specifically ADHD that can definitely work and definitely help. Um, there are things, you know, pieces of David Allen's GTD. I absolutely love. There's pieces of it that I think absolutely are awful for ADHD. Uh, Same thing with with Stephen Covey and his seven habits and and all of that. So I think it's still worth looking into if it's not written for ADHD. Just know that you're going to have to adapt to it. You're going to have to change it. You're going to have to tweak it so that it does work for you. But you can do that. You could look at the whole system of GTD and take the pieces out of it that you like and, and work on it. You know, and do that. David Allen in particular, you think about ADHD as a spectrum disorder, and everybody has uh, some pieces of ADHD, some things that they're struggling with, uh, except David Allen. Like, he designed the system. And so I don't know if it's because he naturally doesn't have any of the issues of ADHD that it's so natural for him to work in such a mechanistic kind of system, or if it's because maybe he is 
peak ADHD, and his system is so good for him that it, it has absolved him of all the symptoms. I don't know, but yeah. it sure reads as if it's, it is definitely not meant for the ADHD brain uh, to embrace from the outset. It, it, like you said, there are some things that are really perfect. And, you know, it, it actually makes me think maybe we should pull it apart a little bit and do an episode this year on, you know, adapting GTD for, for ADHD, yeah. GTD ADHD. Yeah. Yeah, that would hey, be that might be a fun conversation that to have. Sounds cool too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, definitely. I think that I, I, you know, I concur. Right? Yeah, I concur. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so this leads me to the to the next thing is um, who do you like to listen to, and who would you like to actually sit down and have coffee with someday? Um, and those are the people that you're going to want to check out their their. Uh, coaching, you're going to want to check out their courses, their seminars. Um, you know, there is a lot of great information out there from a lot of experts. Um, but sometimes you may just not, you know, really like the way that they uh, deliver the information. And for me personally, I don't like anyone who I feel like I'm being sold to. Like if I'm, if somebody's really car salesy, mm-hmm. <laughs> like to me, I tend to be put off right away. So I, I think that when you're looking at what to purchase, you, you got to see, do you like the person? Is it somebody that you want to listen to, you know, for the next few hours? Um, and, and would you want to sit down and have a cup of coffee with that person? I think can be kind of a, a way to, to eliminate some people. Right, right. I, I really love that. And I've been, I think about that a lot. I've been thinking about that a lot. Uh, really, interestingly, over this last couple of weeks, right? Um, and, and kind of asking the question, who are my role models? Mm-hmm. You know, I think we forget uh, as we get, you know, washed away in the buckle shuffle of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we forget, you know, who we aspire to. And I think about that a lot right now. Like, who are the, who are the, the people that actually cause me to want to be a better person mm-hmm. and, and change the way I live in a way that's effective and, and, you know, helping the world be a better place, whether they're my friends and colleagues or authors or, you know, whoever. Um, think about it. Be conscious yeah. about it. Put that in your daily journaling prompt. Who, who, who's my role model and why? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Uh, Last strategy that I want to talk about, which we've already kind of touched base a little bit on, is again, being really flexible with whatever it is that you're learning. And I say this about my own courses when I, um, when, when you're a student of mine, I mean, I say that from really the upfront, I mean, right away, this is a flexible system. This is something that, you know, there's no right or wrong way. I'm just giving you a map and it can be, um, tweaked and you can go left and then you can go right and you're still going to get to the same place. So I I think that that's what we have to remember is if we're looking at GTD, let's be flexible with that. If we're looking at somebody's, um, you know, year, uh, best year of 2018 ever, you know, and they've got like this whole book that you're filling out or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, take the pieces out of it that resonate with you, but don't feel the need to have to plan your whole year ahead if you don't want to do that. Uh, Maybe you just do the next week and that's okay. So I think just taking the pieces and being flexible and, um, you know, in one way or the other kind of trying to, to, and you and I have been working on this, figuring out what that system looks like with these different pieces. Um, and, and, and developing it. It's going to take time. It's not going to be easy. Um, I think there's some great resources out there and, um, I don't know. We probably should maybe put in the show notes some of our favorites too. Um, 
might be helpful yeah. for people. But anyway, so that's that's kind of what I have about that. You want to know what I want to talk about next week? I can't wait. And it was really hard not to ask you this question because I know I want to talk about it next week, <laughs> is how do you remember or reference back to the things that you're learning? So if you're in the car and you have the audio book on and you're like, oh my gosh, that's like the best light bulb moment ever. How do you record that? How do you remember to go back to it? Such a great question. I can't I wait to talk about it. And it's very hard for me not to answer it right now. I know, don't. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> I won't. Uh, and for the listeners out there, I would love to hear how you guys do it. Um, because I think that, you know, the more we can throw ideas out to people, it's going to be really helpful because this is such a common thing. You go to a, a conference, you come back and I'm like, oh my gosh, what do you do with all that information? You know, all of that. So please let us know um, what your thoughts and ideas are on this. How do you organize the information that you're learning? And uh, that's what we're going to talk about next week. I can't wait. Thank you so much, Nikki Kinzer. It's so good to see you. It's been a couple, we've had a couple of weeks off and it's, I just want to tell you, I love doing this with you and here's to another fantastic year. Yay. Cheers. Yay. And doing new <laughs> things. Look at us stretching our comfort zones. I know. Well done. Right off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> Thank, I think the probably the only way, the only reason we got it done is because I didn't tell you we were doing it. Probably. I just, we just show up and push a button. I but love did that. you do the ending? No, did you do the ending? I'm working up to it. I'm working up to it. Oh, okay. I got Sorry. there's runway. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody who's downloaded, listened to this show, and joined us for the live stream. We had people come in and out, and that's really great. Uh, even if you couldn't stay the whole time, so we appreciate it. We hope to make this a fantastic uh, additional uh, part of our weekly mechanism. Here's hoping it works. <laughs> we'll uh, see. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next time right here on Taking Control the ADHD podcast. <laughs>